the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, hey everybody, Dennis Prager here. Is that Luciano? Pretty distinctive voice. And I'm not a voice recognizer, so he must be very distinctive. Was he among those whose career was uh, ended on, on the Me Too issue? Hmm. You know what's... I have two, two basic opinions about that, that issue. It's really wrong for a man to do what the Me Too movement charges men with doing. Uh, let me say as a man, quite normal man, I used to say hyper-normal, uh, I, never, I never acted like that. And I've never said this on the radio, and it's not a boast. It's actually a sort of a puzzle. It's Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, I, I won't go. I won't go down that road right now. On the other hand, people must be judged in the context of their times, where words and and behaviors that were normative at the time flirting with somebody who uh, worked for you, making propositions in that regard. Not, if you don't sleep with me, uh, you will be fired. That's evil. That, that's, that even, even in its time, that was simply wrong. But sexual innuendos and the like were the norm, like slavery was the norm in, in the uh, 18th century. And it's really similar. Our reactions, oh, that was, you, you are unforgivable because you acted that way. A, a way that was wrong, but in its context was more acceptable, far more so, than today. And you end a person's career and livelihood and reputation over that. And even if it occurred 30 years ago, I mean, the the hearings for for the judge who was accused of doing something bad in high school, Brett Kavanaugh, that was 30 plus years earlier and he was in high school and the left felt it felt that they were decent in bringing that up 
and putting him in tears. So it's, it says far more about the left than it does, uh, and of course the, the media sheep of the left, or the media indeed maybe who run the left. They're both. I'm only saying this because I was listening to Luciano Pavarotti as you were just now. The unacceptability of penitence on the part of the left is one of its many, many cruel characteristics. I often ask, do bad people flock to the left? Or does the left make people bad? And the answer is both. Not liberals. Liberals do nothing. They watch. They watch the left and they vote for the left, but they don't act like the left. Talking about the left, Senator Richard Blumenthal of Connecticut, when was it, this week? This week he spoke at a Communist Party conference. And it wasn't that that he spoke at a Communist Party conference to say how evil communism is, that it's really out of par with Nazism, unless you you think that victims of Nazis are more precious than victims of communists. And I say this as a Jew who is preoccupied his whole life with the Holocaust. And it is a unique evil, there's no question. The Holocaust is. But... Uh, if, if you read about the Ukrainians deliberately starved to death, six million or so, the 20 to 30 million in the gulag killed, murdered, tortured, frozen, starved by Stalin, the 60 million or so starved deliberately by Mao, and what happened in Cambodia with the communist regime there. For a man to speak at a communist, a U.S. senator to speak happily at a communist conference? Did he speak admiringly? I, I don't want, I never, I'm always careful. I know you did, so put it up again. It's, it's, this is beyond belief. <laughs> Although, I have to say, we're living in a time where pretty much nothing is beyond belief. If a man could race against women in college swim, swim meet, then really nothing is uh, is beyond belief. And that you're supposed to accept it or you're a hater. So this is from the wonderful Epic Times. Democrat senator under fire after speaking at communist group Gala. Senator Richard Blumenthal, Democrat, Connecticut. Let's see here. spoke during a recent gala held by a communist group hailing the event as a remarkable occasion. Blumenthal was present when the Connecticut People's World Committee, a branch of Communist Party USA, held an award ceremony earlier this month. Okay, so anyway, he was introduced as a special surprise guest. I'm really excited and honored to be with you today and to share this remarkable occasion, Blumenthal said. You don't have to agree with anyone or everyone. 
with any party or any particular union or organization. I'm here to honor the great tradition of activism and standing up for individual workers that is represented by the three honorees here. Blumenthal spoke for about six minutes. If you are not already part of the Communist Party, we invite you to participate and contribute and join Lisa Bergman, one of the event's hosts, said after the speech. The senator's appearance was promoted by the committee in a summary of the night's events. Mercedes Schlapp, a former Trump administration strategist who hosts the Conservative Political Action Conference, wrote on Twitter, My father was held captive and tortured by the communist regime in Cuba. It is insane, and she capitalizes insane, to watch politicians in our country embrace the ideology that caused millions across the world to pay a heavy price. Blumenthal, one of the wealthiest U.S. senators, is cozying up with the Communist Party, the Connecticut GOP said. That's really something he is. He's like $100 million. My silence is incredulity that human beings could have such a broken moral compass as to speak at a Communist Party event. Is he guilty over having that much money? Do you think that that's a factor? So anybody who says they're pro-worker certainly isn't the Democratic Party that is pro-worker. Well, he's not a good man. Right, what if a Republican spoke at a fascist dinner? We don't have fascist dinners, but that's why they, they, they call us fascists, because we don't have anything analogous. All right, 1-8 Prager 776. People of Connecticut are indicted, too. They voted for this man. There has to be some responsibility. The left always said, if you voted for Trump, you bear responsibility, and I couldn't agree more. I absolutely agree. I voted for Trump. Once he was elected, I support. Once he ran, I supported him. I bear responsibility. That's correct. We'll be back in a moment. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800 500 
800-500-8384. As they shouted out with me, the red Hi, everybody. You'll go down in hey, a reminder to you. One of my favorite two people, Andrew and Todd. I should send them a cigar. I met them. I had lunch with them after advertising for them for about a year. I was very impressed. I got only good feedback. If you are at all considering, or even not considering, refinancing your house, getting a mortgage for a new house, they give you what they call a mortgage checkup, and it's free. There's no obligation. And they may very well say, you're fine. You got a great rate. You're okay. Thanks for calling. But you should check because rates are going to go up with inflation. They've already announced that they're raising the interest rate. That's andrewandtodd.com at Sierra Pacific Mortgage. andrewandtodd.com. These are good men. And the phone number is 888 888-888-1172, I am Dennis Prager. And I have a fascinating story here from Breitbart. Dutch Prime Minister tells public not to cuddle grandkids as Christmas is canceled in the Netherlands. Did you see that one? You sent it to me? So I should infer, oh, by the way, I made a big mistake. Whoa, it, it, it was not, um, it was not Pavarotti. It was Placido Domingo. I'm, I'm, I feel bad about speaking about the Pavarotti in a way, in a way that uh, might have impugned his character. I mean, and I, I don't believe his character is impugned, but I just, some might. So, Christmas has been canceled in the Netherlands with the Dutch Prime Minister telling the public they cannot cuddle their grandchildren. Prime Minister Mark Rutte has told the Dutch public that there would be, quote, no cuddling the grandkids this Christmas after the government effectively canceled Christmas. Lockdown restrictions in the country were extended by the government on Tuesday and are now only set to expire after the holidays on January 14th. I should have Ava on. She's, she's that uh, fantastic young Dutch woman I met in Hungary. Yeah, let's, let's have her on next week. According to the Telegraph, the extended measures include the so-called Avant, Avant Lockdown, or Evening Lockdown. Oh, Avond. It's Abend in German. Very similar languages. Which forces restaurants, cafes, and non-essential retail to close between 5 p.m. and 5 a.m. 5 p.m.? 5 p.m.? How are restaurants going to survive in, in the Netherlands? Wow. This This reveals the decline of the West more vividly than anything in my lifetime. The wimps that that have been made, the fools that govern, the weakness, 
the the non-concern with liberty, the non-concern with the little guy. Supermarkets, meanwhile, are only allowed to remain open until 8 8 p.m. The government has also requested for schools to close a week early, with primary schools to be closed for the holidays from Monday, and that people work from home where possible. (laughs) This will do nothing. This will do nothing. What is it, because of Omicron? How many people have died of Omicron on the face of the earth? We know of one. We know of one? Oh, well, then it makes sense. After all, as Andrew Cuomo, considered by the left a a moral giant for a year, remember? And uh, he said, hey, listen, if everything I do saves one life, it's worth it. If I ruin 10 million lives and save one, (laughs) <laughs> the Cuomo family moral giants declare it's worth it. This is not the message we wanted to bring at Christmas, the Prime Minister told the public. At the same time, it can't be a surprise. Regarding his demand that there be no cuddling the grandkids beneath the Christmas tree... For grandparents, Ruta was conciliatory but unapologetic. I understand that this is a bitter message. Politico reports the Prime Minister is saying, but it is absolutely necessary to minimize contact between the kids and the elderly. And you know what's amazing? That people will obey it. Not all, not all. So, by the way... The, isn't isn't it one of the most highly vaccinated countries in Europe, in the world? So, basically, the vaccines don't work, so don't hug your grandchildren. If you've had COVID, natural immunity doesn't work, so you can't hug your grandchildren. They're underneath this at Breitbart, watch Europe in protest against lockdowns, vaccine mandates, mass demonstrations erupted across Europe on Saturday. Vienna, Rome, and the Netherlands. The Netherlands has seen heavy resistance to impose lockdown measures previously, with Mark Rutte's reimposition of restrictions preceding violent uproar last month. People just have to disobey. People, you have to stay open. To all of my Dutch listeners, stay open. The police can't go to every restaurant in the Netherlands. The nation was the first European country to re-implement lockdown restrictions. Well, okay, got more news for you. A school district in Philadelphia, students can now identify as non-binary without the parents being told. Your your child is six years old, says, I'm not a boy or a girl. That's what non-binary means. I understand transgender. I, I am unaccepting, I admit, of non-binary. That's socially constructed. Imagine that. The left has contempt for parental authority. 
Ten Commandments has respect for it. It's a battle between the left and the Ten Commandments. All I want for Christmas. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you about an interesting supplement that has made a big deal in my life. I had the, the pins and needles feeling in my feet. I've had it for about 25 years. It got quite intense. So among the things I did is I had inserts put in, which helped because it lifted the bone from the nerve. And I threw away the inserts last year after I started taking Nerve Renew. I read about Nerve Renew on the internet, and so I tried it out. And amazingly, after about a year, it doesn't happen overnight, I got rid of the inserts I had worn for 10 years. It's minimal, the uh, the pins and needles effect that I have. I'd like you to try it out. Go to NerveRenew.com. They offer a two-week trial of their product and a one-year money-back guarantee at NerveRenew.com or your two-week trial now. I asked them to advertise. That's how effective I think the product is, NerveRenew.com. All right, everybody. Dennis Prager here. Pleasure to be with you. So what was the story here? School District Philadelphia students can now identify as non-binary. For those of you not up on woke vocabulary, that means not that they are transgender. This is beyond that. They are neither gender. Students are allowed to change their gender without providing legal documentation or a guardian consent. All they have to do is say it. For the first time, students in the school district of Philadelphia, Philadelphia, uh, as I pointed out, and it's taken years for me to realize this, Philadelphia uh, has been ruined more than any other city. It's, it's culture, it's cultural life, it's artistic life, uh, it's schools, it's uh, the, the criminality. Philadelphia vies with San Francisco as perhaps the worst city in the country at this time because of the left. What, what they've done to the, the, the one of the most renowned orchestras on the face of the earth, the Philadelphia Orchestra, the crap that they had them play, which I announced before COVID. Remember? They had a piece where they had uh, a black kid uh, reciting something with the orchestra playing, and, and he screams curse words and, and yells at whites. And that was a Philadelphia Orchestra piece, uh, which I, I read the words for you at the time. It was about four years ago. It must be depressing to live in Philadelphia. Look, it, it, ain't, it ain't great in, in L.A. Let me make something clear. I'm hardly, uh, I mean, it's a contest for the bottom. It's a race to the bottom in every single major American city. Every single one. Biblical thought for the day. How's that? Because that's where I get my wisdom from. Not from the New York Times or Columbia, where I went to graduate school. The fourth book of the Bible, which I am now finishing my commentary on, and I'll have one book left in the five volumes of my commentary, is called Numbers. But the Hebrew title for the book is far more accurate, In the Wilderness. And I was reading a very intelligent commentary by the late Jonathan Sachs, chief rabbi of the UK. 
passed away recently, sadly. There's actually a video up of, of the two of us having a dialogue in Canada. It's very, it's a very wonderful dialogue. It's up there. And he wrote in his commentary about the biblical view of the wilderness. Where, where were the Ten Commandments given? In the wilderness. It was intentional. It's not attached to a land. It's not attached to a city. People commune with God better in the wilderness than they do in the city. It's a very interesting thing, the biblical negative view of big cities. It starts with the Tower of Babel. I, I learned of this after I developed my own contempt for big cities' moral values. On Monday, a new policy went into effect that allows students to identify as non-binary. We do understand that today a lot of individuals, a lot, you hear that? A lot. Do you know that, folks? A lot of individuals do not identify as male or female. If they don't, it's 99.99999% induced by society. This is a, 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 a pathology developed by the left. If you deny it's pathologic not to believe you're male or female, then the, the word really has no meaning. I'm not condemning these people, but it's not healthy. Is that fair to say? You don't know if you're a boy or a girl, but you're fine? We do understand that today a lot of individuals do not identify with the gender to which they were born, said Monica Lewis. Shocking, a woman involved in this. Spokesperson for the school district of Philadelphia. The district now provides students with an option to fill out a form that allows them to change their gender identity. You don't need a doctor's note. You don't need a legal note. You don't need your parental permission. You don't even need to tell your parents. You just assert, I'm not a boy or a girl. All right, everybody. We're going to continue. Dennis Prager here for a wonderful new sponsor, Blessed by Israel. That's B-U-I. It's a play on words, a good one. Blessed by Israel. Yes, you already know by listening to my show for years that I've been blessed by Israel many times, and many of you have as well. Now, I have a way for you to share your blessings with others. Blessed by Israel. Blessed by Israel, quite simply, is a way for you to support the people and small business owners in Judea and Samaria by purchasing high-quality products at very affordable prices. Products ranging from various selections of olive oil, stunning jewelry, beautiful ceramics, delicious honeys like citrus or wildflower, cosmetics, coffee and teas, soaps, and so much more. Meet their friends Baruch and Batya, who started Israel Ceramics, or Sarah Feld, who brings you her beautiful collection of Israeli jewelry. Read these inspiring stories along with many others on their website, Blessed By, that's B-U-Y, BlessedByIsrael.com. BlessedByIsrael.com, B-U-Y, BlessedByIsrael.com. Visit today and order for Christmas. With your help, we're strengthening the courageous families, rebuilding the heartland of Israel. Hard to imagine a song like this being written and composed today, isn't it? You know why? It's too innocent. One of the 
characteristics of the dominant culture, which is all left in the United States and in Europe, is cynicism. Everything pure is crapped on. Everything. So here's another example I'm reading to you. This is, by the way, from a Philadelphia, the, the ABC station in Philadelphia. The students, this district now provides students, this is in Philadelphia, with an option to fill out a form that allows them to change their gender identity. It is really as simple as downloading the form and then identifying with whichever gender, whether it's male, female, or the non-binary option. The preference that the student chooses will be used in school, in school tools like Google Classroom, and in school-facing systems that include report cards and school district records. The change will not be reflected in the state records. Pennsylvania is still required to record information that correlates with the student's legal birth certificate. But that we won't have legal birth certificates stating sex anymore if it's up to the American Medical Association. The new binary option falls in line with the school district's Policy 252. Policy 252 is a policy we have in place to affirm the rights of students who are transgender, said Lewis. Students will be allowed to change their gender, including the non-binary option, without providing legal documentation or a parent or guardian's permission. Okay, that's, uh, that's the key to me. What is happening? Parents, schmerens. Here's another story for you on what the left is doing. From the College Fix, Professor of Color Denied Funding for Cutting-Edge Laser Research. Why? Because of, quote, insufficient equity, diversity, and inclusion enthusiasm. Did you know that professors have to sign pledges? to equity, inclusion, etc. Remember the uproar when there were, were places where you had to sign in the 50s a pledge that you're not a communist? Which strikes me, whether right or wrong, at least it has a moral basis. Chemistry professor Patanjali Kanbanpati said he has been denied two grants over the past two years for failing to properly pledge allegiance to equity, diversity, and inclusion. Scroll down to the actual document. You have to scroll with it. Okay, so where does it begin? It keeps, it keep, you'll see it. Just keep scrolling, and you'll see the Natural Sciences Engineering Research Council of Canada. This is, uh, oh, this is in Canada? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Canada is even worse than we are. This is to acknowledge NSERC's receipt, receipt of the above publication. Is that what you're referring to? Where it says the following analysis of this evidence. Okay. No, I don't. So this is, I'm going to look up the word following. What is that? That is the actual pledge? It gives you the statement. Okay. It doesn't say following. I'm sorry. You just have to scroll down. All right. Here. You find it for me because I clearly can't. They, there are pledges that have to be taken uh, at uh, universities uh, by by professors, and it is an amazing thing. Most of them, of course, do. Just read on to the red one. The equity following an analysis of the application, it has been removed from consideration. This is to the professor, Department of Chemistry, McGill University. 
That's the most prestigious university in Canada. The equity, diversity, and inclusion considerations in the application were deemed insufficient. Wow. Should I continue, or is that is that sufficient? But and they even say that's the reason you you yeah. you are not being considered for this grant. The equity, diversity, and inclusion considerations in the application were deemed insufficient. Can you find the actual pledge that they have to take to diversity, equity, and inclusion? Canada's lost. Canada is over. The last best hope on earth still is the United States. I'll tell you why, because we still have, we are the only one with the vigorous conservative opposition to the left. There is none in Europe. There are individually great human beings, but there is nothing like this. There's no talk radio in Europe. This is tens of millions of people every day who are hearing truth. There is more truth in talk radio than there is in the New York Times. Okay? That's my view. And, uh, or, or the Washington Post, or, or ABC, CBS, CNN, or, or all of them. We don't have interviews. Well, I would actually, to be honest, I would interview the woman. If she'd come on, she wouldn't come on. They don't debate the left. They smear. But the woman who was interviewed on NPR last year, I'll never forget this. She wrote a book called In Defense of Looting. It was given an hour on national public radio. How's that? Well, she's certainly been listened to. The, the number of young people who think that stealing is fine... In fact, more than fine, they are getting their just desserts. This is what they are are owed by this society, a, a Gucci bag. 1-8 Prager 776. Got an interesting question here. How many of the Ten Commandments did Trump violate? From Robert in Naples, Florida. I'm going to try to get you, Robert. I'm going to try to take you in light of the Ten Commandments preoccupation of mine. Let's see. He, he violated do not commit adultery. And other than that, well, he might have violated do not covet. I don't know. He might have. How many have you violated, Robert? Just out of curiosity. And by the way, that's an, a very important question because it shows the impossibility of, of dealing with the left the moment you speak about the left, which composes tens of millions of people, they speak about one man, Donald Trump, as if there is some sort of balance. Back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. Okay, all Dennis Prager here, and I, I gave a uh, trailer there, a preview for Robert in Naples, Florida, one of my favorite cities in the country. Hi there. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Good. Yeah, I just asked when you rely on the Ten Commandments and things, and you asked me how many I violated. I don't know that I violated any willingly, and I, I didn't murder anybody. I didn't commit adultery. I don't steal. I don't bear false witness. I don't cover my neighbor's wife, things like that. And that's how I live my life. And I'm proud of that. Uh, and, I, and, and I salute you if that's true. That's wonderful. 
Did, did you honor your parents? Well, you, say, you can say if it's true. It is true. Just say, that's true. Okay. That's what I do. All right, fair enough. Okay, and then Donald Trump, you held up, and you said you were agnostic about the elections based on his life. Not based on him at all. It has nothing to do with him, I, and I don't want him to run for president. I am not a Trumpist. I am a truthist. And uh, you live, not you personally, we all live in the world of the lie of, of the left. Do you, th- do you think it was fair that a, a man raced against women at, Prince, at the University of Pennsylvania this l- last week? Do you think that men, do you believe that men give birth? It has to do with everything. You are picking on Donald Trump. I'm picking on the New York Times, Washington Post, CNN, NBC, uh, ABC, CBS, NPR, and every university, and you're picking on Trump? I don't give a damn about Donald Trump right now. I give a damn about every university and every newspaper. Why are you preoccupied with Trump? What is wrong with you? Let's have three things and for sports, male, female, and other. That would solve Right, so you think it is wrong what the University of Pennsylvania did. You, you, you will go on record as saying it was immoral to allow a male, to, a male body to race. Is that correct? I don't, know if, I don't know if morals are involved, but I do. You don't think morals are involved? We have a different moral, uh, moral uh, compass, I have to say. Folks, this is, this is a phenomenon. The newspapers of this country have become rag sheets. The universities are cesspools, and, and people call in about Trump. Isn't that amazing? That's your whole argument. Well, you supported Trump. What does that have to do with the takeover of our universities by bad people who teach your children that this country is despicable, who teach lies to your children? The elementary schools that tell kids you're not a boy or a girl, and you, your answer on the left, well, Trump. It's not an answer anymore, my friends. It may amuse you and Paul Krugman and the New York Times in general, but it is not persuasive to any of us. Happiness Hour coming up. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 